This is the Three Bam Podcast. You can do the intro if you want. This is the Three Bam Podcast. Interrupted. Oh, do it again. Sorry. This is three beers and a mic. Estamos haciendo el Tres Bam Podcast. This is Three Bam Podcast. This is Three Bam Podcast. This is the Three Bam Podcast. This is the Three Bam Podcast. Three Bam this is the three beers and a mic welcome back everybody to the three beers and a mic podcast we really actually have three beers and a mic today uh we're short adam we miss you buddy we'll catch you uh on the next one but uh we got bernie and Dwayne here today say what's up gentlemen bernie what's up hello hello Dwayne, what's up? Howdy. All right. Man, I only needed one beer today? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. Please follow us at Facebook, Three Beers and a Mic. We're at Twitter, Three Beers and a Mic. Instagram, Three Beers and a Mic. We uh, also, as I've mentioned on numerous podcasts, have partnered with uh, Cross the Streams Media. That's our platform for bringing a bunch of different podcasts together to um, – you know, find something new that you never thought you'd like to listen to. There's a whole bunch of different genres, different shows. It's not all just superhero stuff. Like, for example, Bernie just released a bonus episode, uh, which if you'd like to tell him about that, Bernie, of Burn Appetite. Yeah, so uh, similar to what we do on the Three Beers and MCU, we were joined by Andrew, our stat boy, and he calculated all of the calories from the different restaurants that we went to. Um, so he figured out who ordered the most calories, what restaurant had the most calories, um, all that good stuff. And then we tried some ramen noodles from South Korea. So it was a nice little bonus episode to get ready for season two of Burn Appetit, which is launching next week, Monday. Oh man, that's awesome. Are you allowed to say what the restaurant is you chose or is that no. going to be a surprise? Okay. It's a <laughs> super secret. <laughs> Uh, but uh, there on Cross the, the Streams, you can find uh, podcasts such as Toy Rewind. Um, the SCS guys are on there. Um, we've mm-hmm. got the Dan Aykroyd podcast. We've got Front Row Negative, the Dorksman, just tons of stuff, y'all. It's um, I try to uh, name a new podcast every time because there's so many of them and so many quality shows that I forget. But please follow us across the streams as well uh, where you can listen to wonderful shows and find something new. As always, before we start, because we have a lot to talk about this week, um, and got my notes right here. What are we drinking, boys? Dwayne. I'm starting with the Neff Brewery. It's called Astronaut Cookies. It's an oatmeal stout. And I was just telling Bernie, I was like, man, this is a really light stout. I wonder what the... And it's from Oklahoma. So if you don't know Oklahoma limits the the amount of alcohol in their beers so you can't get a high alcohol stout there i did not know that it it's gone up it used to be like three point something and now this is five percent so you know it's a little better but but i was i poured it out i was like man this is like really light tastes fine not nothing i just thought it you know we're in we're in houston nasa astronaut cookie it just seemed to work okay very cool 
This uh, one, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get to this one. Okay. Break it's Upland Brewery, uh, breaking away. It's an ale with lemon and ginger. You guys would probably love this. I'm <laughs> probably going to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have my wake and bake from Buffalo. Nice. All right, awesome man, uh, Bernie. What do you got? So first, I have. Oh. Yingling Hershey's oh, Chocolate Porter. Dude, come on, man. Jeez. For those who haven't had this, it tastes like uh, the chocolate syrup you put on ice cream from Hershey's. Hershey's. Oh, man. It literally tastes like liquefied version of that. Um, pretty good. Good for you. And Congratulations. How's two- your diabetes? <laughs> I have two of these caramel apple butter beers okay. from a local brewery from my hometown of Indiana, Pennsylvania, called Noble Stein Brewery. And these beers are freaking awesome too. So are they a cider with flavored? No, no. It's a uh, I can't remember. Brown ale brewed with cinnamon and apples. Huh. All right. It's really good, though. Interesting. That sounds wonderful. That Hershey's Porter, I'm very jealous. It's, um, it's a lot of places say like chocolate porters. This literally tastes like the syrup you put on ice cream. Oh, my gosh. Congrats to you. All right. I actually have three pretty good beers myself. Um, well, one of them's kind of lame. Uh, I've got. My banana bread beer, which I've been drinking a lot of. Uh, this is by Eagle Brewery, and it tastes just like banana bread. It's actually quite uh, amazing. I've got my Spindle Tap Brewery, the Stratosphere Clouds Double IPA. That's the one I'm going to be drinking next because I can. And then if I get to it, uh, Houston Texans, the worst team in the NFL, Bud Light. Go Astros. Dude, that, uh, that beer... The banana bread that comes in a can now, huh? Yeah, it used to be it used just to, bottles. It used to be a bottle, yeah, but now it comes in a can. Is that that famous one? Are they like the main people that do that? Yeah. I know there's a famous banana bread one. That it, from what I understand, this is it because it is just like banana bread, and it's about you know six and a half percent alcohol volume. So. I thought it was like four. No, maybe they upped it. Six point two. That's not too bad. It's pretty good. All right, so um, let's talk about – I can't wait to see y'all's opinions on this because we didn't really discuss much on this. We kind of kept our reviews to ourselves. Uh, the big box office draw of the weekend, um, which made about $40 million domestic and about, I think, $235 million international, which is pretty good, um, was Dune. So uh, this movie's kind of unique because a lot of people weren't sure if, like – the second part of the Dune movie was actually going to be greenlit. Um, from what I know, um, that I, I didn't think that they actually came out and said, hey, we're going to make the second part. Because when you actually start the credits of the first movie of Dune, it they says Dune part one. So you walk they, in. It just got greenlit. Yeah, it just got greenlit. So you walk into the theater, you sit down, it says Dune part one. So how about sitting through a three hour and like, 10 minute movie and then you you get out of the theater on the next monday or tuesday you're like meh 
yeah, I can do Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so they are going to make part two. It's coming out, I think, Christmas of 2023. So we got about two years to wait. Uh, who watched this at home and who watched it in the theater? Home. Thank God. Okay. Bernie. <laughs> home, but I wish I saw it in the theater. So uh, I was in New York over the weekend and I went to a double laser IMAX projection. Um, it's basically one of those IMAX screens that's from the floor to the ceiling. And the image is not cut off with like black bars going across. It's the complete screen. So from the floor to the very tip top of this giant theater, it's this massive, beautiful. Like an Omni theater. Yeah, like 4K dual projector, laser encrusted image. There was only one theater in the entire state showing it. And um, I got tickets for the 1150 showing. So I didn't get home until 3.30. But I felt it was I felt it was important for me to watch it in the best environment possible because I kept hearing that this is one of those movies you want to watch in the theater because the experience and the sound and the visuals are very important to the story. So um, I think we're going to have different opinions on the movie, maybe based on where we watched it. So, Dwayne, would you like to go first? Sure. Did not care for it. Did you make it through? Did you make it through? Yeah, it took me five viewings to get through the whole thing. (laughs) I would literally just get bored and be like, yeah, you know what? I'll come back to this. And like, I get it. This is world building, setting up the big story, blah, 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 blah. But it just wasn't for me. This is not just world building, Dwayne. This is like deep science fiction. Because, like, like hardcore, you really got to, like, be interested in this type of stuff, not casual viewer Joe Schmo. Because I hear that the book is a very tough read. Like, you coming yeah. back five different times trying to shift through this movie, I hear people do the same thing with the book. Because when you start talking about acolytes and acronites and accolades, all of these terms sound the same. Who's... <laughs> Who are these people? Is that a planet or is that a race of people? Or is that the religion that you follow? Uh what's the weird <laughs> what's the weird lady in the black robe? Uh who's the She's fat a witch guy or something? Tub? Yeah, something. <laughs> who's the fat guy in the tub? She's you more know? of like an oracle than a witch, right? Yeah. But she had powers. <clears throat> yeah. What was that box doing to his hand? She was like an oracle witch. <laughs> yeah. What the How? fuck? Like his hand came out looking fine. Yeah. And then like <laughs> the mom wakes him up and puts him in front of this witch for torturous reasons. And then she's praying in a fetal position outside, hoping her son doesn't die. And then the, the, the uh, you know, um, Oscar Isaac. She's a witch too. Yeah. Maybe. And yeah. she breeds to try to find the one who's supposed to be a woman, woman. but she kept the male baby. And right? not only that, you don't find right. out till almost the end of the movie that it's that's uh, whatever the Duke or whatever the hell he is isn't even her husband. They're not married. No, he, she's just part of his concubine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and like Fuck this buddies. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and like. Like, nobody told me this first part was, like, just a bunch of cameos. Like, hey, you want to see Moon Knight for a while? Uh, he's in there. 
oh, there's there's uh there's uh you know Aquaman. He's floating yeah. around. And it's like they were like, hey, these superhero movies are doing really well. Let's just get a Drax bunch of those there. people. Let's yeah, let's say, let's put Dave Bautista to say no words except scream at his boss. Aquaman did pretty well. Let's go. Polka oh, dot he... man. Polka dot yeah. man's big. Let's put him in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's, it was just a bunch of like, I mean, the story is basically about the, the boy and his mother. And the boy has some special talents, uh, some sort of see uh, future like seeing visions like yeah he can see the future he can see what's going to be coming to be you know he some you know and i don't think what the visions that he sees of the future are like set in stone i think they're, they're warnings they're not they showed, they showed that. that whenever yeah, they showed he's that. supposed to die in that one-on-one fight at the end correct so he can see it and then manipulate it and it's not his it's not the end result he can be warned about dangers that are going to be coming to him uh, mm-hmm. You've got these miners who are, you know, uh, uh, plowing the desert for this uh, herb or this, herb, this element called spice, which miners helps, with an E. Yes. Which helps fuel ships. <laughs> and, a bunch of 12 year olds out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, what, it's what that it's what galaxies and federations are fighting over. Whoever controls the dunes controls the power. Yada, yada, yada. Well, the, the spice affects you like like a drug, right? That's what it looked like. No, I thought it only affected him because of his abilities. I thought, oh, well, maybe. I thought it affected everyone like a drug. Why does what? Well, it happened because no, that doctor guy said, be, be, you know, it affects you. But why like is the spice? What? What's? But why spice? I don't know. Like, why, why is spice it so important and, and need that much money? Yeah, is it an element? Like, is unless it like... it's a drug? You know what I mean? If it was a drug, oh, okay, yeah, all drugs. Yeah. You know, people make billions of dollars off drugs. It's like nicotine. Ain't no one making billions of dollars off fucking salt. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> are they though? Morton is Morton a billionaire? <laughs> Probably. Morton salt. It's awesome. Um, I, I thought, I thought it was like a almost like a drug. Okay. Maybe not. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Like, why do they call it spice? That's what I didn't get. Like, it just looks like sand. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's like sand it's sparkly with sparkly sparkly crystals. <laughs> yeah, it sat on top mine. of the sand. Yeah, and then you know you've got your your tribe who uh, you know uh, patrol the sand dunes and protected from all these empires trying to gain access to all of this valuable Tuscan Raiders. Spice, they're called pretty much. I mean, it's the, the <laughs> Parallels to Star Wars are very, uh, very on point. Um, so, you know, uh, Bernie, what what did you what did you think of the movie overall? Uh, I thought it looked visually, it looked awesome. Did you know that it cost more money to make Jungle Cruise than it did Dune? Wow! <laughs> Little fun fact. Wow. Um, uh. As far as the movie itself, I enjoyed it. I'm very interested in it. I, but I can't, I can't give it a grade. I, I have to give it an incomplete. Sure. Because you haven't seen the second part. Yeah, the, the, I don't. The, it's the story. It didn't end. It didn't have like an ending. You know what I mean? It just it ended for yeah, another. Yeah, it's part like of the Lord movie. of the, the first Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah, it f- didn't like it didn't like wrap the up the story and then go into another part two. It literally just fucking ended. Yeah, it's true. So I mean, I can't, 
I don't know how anyone could sit there and grade this movie and and <laughs> give it like a nine out of ten. Well, I mean, it's incomplete. Yeah, I still don't understand what the fuck's going on. It around. seems like it's going <laughs> to be around the eight out of ten territory if part two is as good as part one. Um, I don't know if it had to be two and a half hours or however long it was. It's like three. It was over three hours. Was it? Yeah, I thought it was only two and a half. No. Yeah, uh, I thought it was too long. I thought some parts dragged a little bit. I like there were like ten minute scenes where I was just kind of like, like where he's standing on a cliff just watching the ships fly away. Like, yeah, I was like watching the movie, but like zoned <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Just because it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. <laughs> like, let's let's get it moving here. Like, we don't need to be three hours, but. I did enjoy it. I mean, it's. I thought it was good from so far. Dwayne, uh, are you going to watch part two? <laughs> you going to watch part two? I'm going to try. Okay, you have to. You're yeah. uh... dude. You're by in, the time part two comes out, though, I'm going to have to watch fucking part one again because it took me forever just to watch do. that. You can just you can just re-listen to this podcast on our wonderful explanation of the story. No, I'm going to listen <laughs> we to have uh, the beginning. what's the thing the guys do. Uh, the pitch pitch meeting. I'll just watch that. It's mm. <laughs> great. Pretty good summary of it. Yeah. So um, I think me watching it in the theater enhanced my perspective of this film. Come on. You um, didn't fall asleep at fucking midnight. No, I didn't. I was awake. Um, I saw it. I slept on the plane on the way there. Both my kids were knocked out on the flight. So I actually got about an hour and a half nap. So by the time I landed and got them settled into bed, I had the whole night free and I was like, well, I'm going to just watch Dune and I stayed awake. Um, the visuals on this double laser IMAX thing were insanity. I could not believe how good this movie looked for such a large screen. It was just awesome. Um, just first thing. So uh, I, I like the world building, although I got confused. Um, a lot of these terms and names and planets and factions, I forget. Um, I kind of, I mean, I understood the premise. Um, I know. I who couldn't the bad tell guys you are, anybody's but... name. No. Mm. Well, you know, I know the main. I don't even know the main character. I don't even know Timothy. Guess name. what it is. You'll never guess. Bob. That's very close. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The now, mom these... had the mom has a real like normal name, and everyone oh, else doesn't yeah. have normal names. Yeah, the mom and the main character have names that are completely regular here in today's society and everyone else is named like entreaties and you know uh, xenomorph and whatever his name is paul his is name is paul that was the mm -hmm. one thing that i read on twitter after seeing the movie from one of the guys that i like you know to read their movie reviews he said look i like dune but dude the main character's name is paul that's <laughs> that's what you have and it's from the book the main character's name is Paul. He has just a normal Joe Schlub name. It's probably something he put in there to like as a filler, like until he could think of a name, and then he's like, "Ah, fuck it." Yeah. So uh, Paul's yeah. easy to remember. Yeah. Um, but no, I I like the story with Oscar Isaac saying, "Hey, you know, we're gonna survive by befriending the spice." Um, you know, guardians. The, the, but they, the out, they are the supposed to be human, right? Because they kept referring to themselves as humans. I think so. So, I mean, it's not that far. Did they? Did they call yeah. them humans? 
Yeah. I thought they did. Humanoid. He like they called the people with the blue eyes something else, but then they called them humans. Yeah. And you know, he he his goal is to befriend these Tuscan Raiders, as Bernie refers them to them, and you know, try he said that's how we're gonna win this war. We're being put here. Um and we're gonna we're gonna make friends with these guys. And um, you know, lo and behold, the son and the mom actually do. And uh, you know, we'll see where part two leads. I, I will say I love the dragonfly ship. That yeah, that was cool. Yeah, cool. that was awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. Did you like the butthole worm? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could think of looking at that worm. I was like, that is a butthole. <laughs> With teeth, that's that's scary. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, so I mean, overall, yeah, I think after part two, as long as part two kind of maintains the momentum, you know, eight out of ten territory sounds reasonable. Um, but I can totally see watching this on my couch with other things distracting me, me just kind of checking out for a little bit and maybe opening up a figure or dusting some shelves or, you know, messing around on my phone. There's a lot uh, of downtime. So. Yeah, I can totally see that happening. But when you're seeing it on the screen and the visuals just kind of jump at you, you just look around. But I don't, uh, I don't think the story would have compelled me enough still at the theater, even with the visuals. It did for me. I wanted to know who the big blob guy was and, um, you know, all those evil bald-headed dudes running around and, uh, you know, that. It's a car or whatever the hell they were. <laughs> yeah. It's cool, man. They kind of look like the Borg from Star Trek. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I liked it. We'll see part two and we'll we'll go from there. So Dune, uh, watch it in the movies if you can. Um, if you watch it at home, you'll probably be a little distracted. It's, you know, kind of long, but that's fine. All right. So let's move on. Um, who, did anybody here see James Bond? I did. OK, you want to give us your synopsis real quick? Because um, I still have not seen it. And I'm ashamed of myself. So it was fine. <laughs> uh, that's the best I can say about it. Uh, it was. I heard you don't have to see the other ones to really. And uh, mm, no, I know there's do. some characters that come back or something, right? Uh, well, he goes. This isn't really a spoiler. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. He goes at the beginning of the movie. He visits the grave of a woman he met for five minutes in Chris. Casino Royale that ends up dying uh, is like the girl of that movie. Okay. I forget her name. Um, he visits her grave. So if you hadn't seen the early movie, you'd be like, who, like, who the fuck is <laughs> like, why, like, what are we doing here? Why are we focused on this person so much? But it's her. And then outside that, I mean, he's just kind of there with this woman. So you'd have to know that she was from another movie. Because she's just there, you know what I mean? Like, she's not like a normal Bond girl, like Halle Berry coming out of the ocean in a bathing suit. She's already like in a hotel room with him when the movie starts. So, um, and then they have characters from the other movies, like uh, uh, the guy from Westworld um, does the voice of Uatu on What If. Okay. With the, the actor's name. He plays the CIA agent that's been around in all the movies. So he's back. So there's some stuff that from the other movies, but this 
definitely 1000% wraps up Bond. Okay. Got it. This, definitive, this is a definitive, definitive ending, ending for this Bond. Definitive, it's over. Okay. They're going to have to reboot or relaunch or do something completely different. We will. I would like to ask you guys who you would like to see play Bond next. Um, don't give a shit. Okay, <laughs> I, I know you don't like these movies. It's they usually cast like obscurely, so I mean, it's not going to be anyone like we probably like really know. Well, when Daniel it'll, it'll Craig be Tom was, Holland. Yeah, when when Daniel Craig was chosen, everyone lost He's their British. crap. They're like, "Oh my god, what this blonde haired dude!" And then when Casino Royale came out, that movie was awesome. Yeah, he's the best Bond. Yeah, he was. I was like, "Holy crap, dude! What, what, what am I watching?" Um, it was. Oh, what a great film. Uh, but yeah, so, um, you know, he's had a five or six, you know, film run. Um, I've enjoyed all of them. I do want to see that, you know, him finish his series. And uh, you know, so I will say, there. when you're watching it, the time the timeline of the movie doesn't make sense because the bad guy. Rami, Rami, what's his name? Rami Malik. Rami, Rami Malik. Yeah. Uh, so he, I'm trying not to spoil the movie for you. He, um, is like I don't know, twenties when Bond's girlfriend is like seven, eight, ten-ish. Okay. Okay. And then present time in the movie he's still the same age they're the same age yeah oh, okay. he's like 30 and she's also like 30 okay <laughs> so it, it's really like you're just like wait what okay I like they did in uh, uh hobbs and shaw there uh with the sister yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good comparison yeah. only yeah. this is probably worse than that to be honest this is probably worse but okay I don't know. It's I'm I I'm not even sure what his motivation is as a bad guy other than to be bad. But I mean, it's Bond. It's got cool car scene chases and action sequences and I mean, it is what it is. It's fucking James Bond. It's a Bond movie. It's not a good Bond movie, not a bad Bond movie. It's a it's a Bond movie. Okay. Awesome. Uh well, dude, that's fantastic. Um, I, I'll take that review. I, I figured it would be watchable, enjoyable, uh, maybe some cool action set pieces, and you know, kind of put a neat bow on it at the end, so that I know that Daniel Craig's run is complete. That's what I want. Um, so I will definitely watch it before it leaves the theater. Um, I actually might go Sunday, so we'll see. Uh, so, do you guys? You, Dwayne doesn't care. Bernie, do you have anyone in mind who you'd like to replace the the mantle? No, I don't care. I'll watch whoever's whoever's Bond. I don't give a shit. All right. The the rumors are Idris Elba, um, or maybe too old, Super, maybe Superman, um, because he's kind of in this limbo. Too is, big. Yeah, he's kind of in this limbo of you know, is he still with DC or no? And you know, what is he? Yeah, Bond kind of has to be like a average guy, right? Yeah, Elba's too. Because he has old. to blend in. He's yeah. way too old to be Bond. Way too old, and, and then, then Henry Cavill is just too jacked. He's yeah, he's way too big. Okay, that'd be like Chris Hemsworth playing Bond. Yeah, okay. uh, Chris Hemsworth from 
Thor one. Okay. That's the one he's real jacked in. Okay. He's pretty jacked in Thor two. Yeah. But he slims out more in Thor three, I think. He looks like he's on roids in the first two. Okay. Um, any other movies y'all seen recently? They're worth a damn. No. Halloween Kills is probably the worst movie I've seen in 2021. Okay. I heard it was very bad. <laughs> By a mile. That I heard it was is, very bad. Movie is dog shit. Okay. It's so bad. They literally say evil dies tonight 50 times in the movie, I think. <laughs> There's just Dude, different. Uh, I keep seeing the commercial on Peacock. It's like he breathes, he kills, he breathes, he kills. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> well, okay, let me ask you guys a question about horror franchises. It's the one genre of movie that I can think of, and there's other examples, but that literally, the first movie is a great idea, and then they make like 15 terrible sequels well, in a how- row. Halloween Without, was not supposed to have a sequel at all. You know that. But I mean, they're on like the, the 14th film now. I know. But I'm talking no. about like Texas Chainsaw no. Massacre. This is number three. Okay. Yeah. But I mean. They un- they undid the entire timeline and this is number three. Okay. Well. None other, of those other movies there. exist. You've got, you've got Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, the Friday the 13th movies. Leprechaun. Just you, you get these one kind of like, you know, cool saw and then you just get like nine like, others that are like terrible. Jason, you know why? Jason is the rip-off cheesy version of Halloween. Because they're cheap to make, Bernie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're cheap and people like them. Yeah, so you just, you know, you get that one good idea and then you're just whoop, off to the races. I mean, how cool would it be if Saw 1 was the only one they made? Like, come on, they put like fucking Jason in space, classic. for Christ's sakes. Jason Did you X. watch the movies that made us with Friday the 13th? No. The makers of the movie basically said that their whole goal for Friday the Thirteenth was to rip off Halloween. Yeah. Sure. They didn't have a movie; they just had kills, and then they figured out how to plot how to get between <laughs> the kills. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And they uh, knew that Halloween wasn't bloody. Like Halloween one, they made a big deal not to show any blood, and they're like, "Well, we're going to do the opposite. We're going to show lots of blood." So be bloody. Rip off Halloween and then just figure out how to get well, from kill to kill. Michael Myers is supposed teenagers. to be <laughs> Michael Myers is supposed to be a real person that kills, but then he keeps coming back from the dead. So like they just kind of ruined that whole storyline. It's not like somebody else took his role. It's like the same character over and over. Well, in Halloween, in Halloween Kills, the newest one, they kind of retcon it and. They say that he doesn't even like his goal isn't even to kill Lori. He just wants to go back to his house. So then you're just like, well, what's the motivation of Lori then and this movie? Like it's <laughs> it's it's really bad. We could spend 40 minutes of me shitting on this movie, but um you guys haven't watched it, so I won't, but it's bad. Okay. That's exactly the- why I haven't watched it. Uh, I want to talk about the ending so bad. The ending is absurd. Go ahead. I'm yeah, I don't care. It. I'm not going to see it. All right. So the whole the, the entire movie, um, the kid that Lori was babysitting in um, the first Halloween. Mm-hmm. I remember. He's like rallying this town. <laughs> um, 
to fight against Michael because evil dies tonight. He makes the evil dies tonight speech like 50 times. All right. Okay. But he goes to like this bar that's doing like a talent show and like it's just so random. He doesn't know that Michael is alive and killed at this point. He's just they're just showing characters from the first movie as older ones, just all at this bar for some reason. Okay. Like, oh, there's this person, and they show them as their character in the first movie. They just keep doing that, and then he's having this speech about Michael Myers in this bar. It's like, does this guy come here like every Tuesday and just bring the bar movie <laughs> down by talking? Like, like, why is he here forty like, some years the, later giving this speech? This is the crazy guy that does this every fucking Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it makes no sense why he's there talking about forty. Not only that, but they are like Michael's been terrorizing this town for forty years. In the last movie, they showed Michael in jail for forty years. Mm-hmm. He was caught, and then he broke. He broke out of jail. Correct. I so did he wasn't see that terrorizing one. the town for forty years. <laughs> he was in prison for forty years. Maybe his aura he just one, terror. He had one streak of murders. Yeah, maybe his aura, or just him still being alive, or the 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 mass devastation that he caused so long ago still haunted but the town. Didn't he only he didn't kill that many people in the first movie, I don't I don't know. It's been a while like, like four. Yeah, it wasn't um, that many. So him and this other guy broke out of the mental hospital in the first one, right? Or the not the first one, the last one. So then these townspeople see um these two guys sees the other guy at a hospital. And they think it's Michael Myers. They know that one of these two guys is Michael Myers. They don't know which one's which for some reason. I don't know why. One's seven feet well, tall. The other is like five feet tall. <laughs> he wears the mask, though. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> this crowd is like chasing after him. And it, the guy like jumps out a window and kills himself because of it. And then the townspeople were like, I guess we're the monsters. You know, all that kind of shit. So um, anyway, the end of the movie, they all have like these weapons, like baseball bats, crowbars. One guy even has a gun, but doesn't use it. They, um, <laughs> yeah, Lori's daughter, Lori's daughter gets him to chase her out into the street, and they circle him with weapons, and they just beat the fuck out of him with wow. baseball bats, crowbars. They're just beating the please, shit out. Please of tell him. me there was a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> she does stab him with a pitchfork before this. <laughs> Sure. She does. Um, I think so. Um, anyway, the, there is a guy in the circle that has a gun, but he doesn't like walk up and shoot the guy in the head, shoot Michael in the head or anything. But um, so he's laying there, beat up on the ground, and you know his nice laying, his nice laying there, and he's like slowly reaching his hand out to it. Lori's daughter picks up the knife and she like makes this big deal. She like lifts it over her head like this, and it stabs down on him. And then Michael's laying on his like stomach, like face down, stabbed him in the back of the shoulder. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. <laughs> they make this big presentation of her like raising a knife over her head, like this big stab, clearly in his shoulder. Some sit there like, you gotta be kidding me. And then half the group just gets up and leaves, like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> they get up and they just leave and go back to their homes and stuff. So oh, she goes boy. back to Michael's home and Michael's not dead, obviously, so he sits up and then he kills whatever people of that circle were remaining. One with the gun he kills <laughs> by breaking his arm and turning it so he like shoots himself or something, something like that. <clears throat> and then he stabs the shit out of Lori's daughter in the bedroom that he stared out of from in the very first movie. Mm-hmm. That like faced the street. Yeah, he I stabbed remember. her at that window. And that's how the movie ends. And that's the movie. Okay. 
They had him dead in the street, and they like. I wish you could see this dramatic scene of her raising this bloody knife to like finish him off, and then literally, they're not even trying to hide the fact that it was in his shoulder. They didn't make it look like it was maybe in the neck, back of the neck, or anything. Straight in the shoulder. As soon as they did that, I'm like, oh no, they're just gonna walk away, and he's just gonna get up, isn't like, he? Somebody slit his throat or something, right? <laughs> if he's it's on his so, stomach, it's so bad. There's not even that much killing in it. Jamie Lee Curtis isn't really in the movie, like at all. She's billed as like the star in the movie. She's in it for maybe five minutes because she's um, in the hospital. Um, she had, you know, she got stabbed in the stomach in the last one, so she's recovering in the hospital from that. So, did she have gray hair in the last one? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they made her seem like she was like a kooky lady. Remember, she had a like this heavy duty security system in her house, and didn't see it. <laughs> all these trap doors and all. I this think shit. I've only seen the first two. You didn't see the last one. I saw the trick or treat one too, but that one's well, not that good. Um. So the last the last one ends with her trapping Michael in the basement with a special trap door that she had under her island kitchen island. <laughs> Um, this already sounds great (laughs) she lights it on fire so he's dead and then this movie has her driving away in the back of a pickup to go to the hospital and she sees fire trucks head towards the fire to put the fire out so this is they did this with the first two movies right the second movie started with the first one ended so this is like the same thing no the well it it got rid of everything after Halloween one, and then no two. A... I think two's uh, what's his name wrote two. So one and two are no. Yeah. They got rid of two. This takes the place oh, really? of two. Yeah, just Halloween one. <clears throat> but I know when they made Halloween two, it started where Halloween one ended. Yeah, this one was a continuation of Halloween one, and it took it got rid of everything from Halloween two on away. That's all gone. Okay. Yeah, but then she. Okay. <laughs> it, but she didn't have gray hair then. No, she was a kid then. It's she's jumping. Yeah. It's jumping forty years from end of one. She's in a mental hospital. So Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, it jumped forty years. Sorry. It jumped forty years, and she's present day, and she just thinks he's going to be back. <laughs> Which she hasn't been for forty years. You would think after like twenty five, she'd be like, "All right, I think I can live my life now." But no. <laughs> Considering this was a one-time hey, isolated she event, wasn't, she wasn't wrong. <laughs> it was a one-time isolated event, and I th- I believe that's what the Halloween movies were supposed to be like. They, the the plan for the Halloween uh, franchise was like each movie was a different thing that happened on Halloween. It would be better. Well, the, the anthology. No, well, they did that with three, and everybody didn't hated it, so they went back to fucking Michael Myers. <laughs> well, three doesn't exist anymore, Dwayne. Well, it wasn't Michael Myers anyway, so <laughs> so it can't exist. <laughs> yeah, it's right. uh watch All it. Right. Worst movie watch of the year it. for you. Uh yes. Okay. And I've seen Black Widow. Oh man. Worse than Black Widow. Holy smokes. All right. Yeah, by far. That movie this movie sucks. So Another movie that's getting kind of 
crappy reviews and we'll be actually seeing this film next week um is the eternals uh i believe bernie texted me that this is worse uh, rotten tomato score than thor 2 last place in all mcu movies i hate thor 2 like that's the Eternals worst has the lowest ever. rotten tomato score it might end up being rotten so first he, ever mcu rotten movie here's the thing what happened over the summer when we were hearing like well this director is going to do something completely different and the visuals and the story that's probably why they don't like it all new stratosphere <laughs> all new you know nothing's been seen like this in cinema the that visuals. was all feige that was kevin feige saying that stuff and then now we're getting we 60, sell for it. 65% worse we sell for than Kevin Thor Feige's hype. Or or it's not the cookie cutter Marvel movie and people don't like it. I don't know. Or let's let's think about another thing that you need a dump truck full of cash for Robert Downey and uh Chris Evans to come back somehow. Maybe it's the fact that these obscure, no, he's got Buzz Lightyear money now. Maybe it's the fact that these that these uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy was lightning in a bottle, right? Um, that was an unknown comic property that just blew up. Uh, Ant Man, love it or hate it, we love it. Skay hates it. Um, first one was great, second one not so much. Um, but then you've got your power lifters like your Thors and your hulks and your iron man's honestly iron man thor were b-list characters fair time i know it's not shang chi shang chi proves that wrong that movie did that movie did great in the theaters all things considering it did but shang chi is not going to be the face of your franchise of phase four right there turtles isn't either is it i i no um but i mean are all of these people going to die in this film are all 15 of these Eternals going to die? A, a lot of them are. Is like is like Jon Snow going to be the only one who survives and, and Why goes on they to all the next movies? Why would they die? Because they seem really powerful. You're going to have a bunch of you're going to have 15 Captain Marvels flying around? No, they just go back to what they were doing. I'm just saying it seems like they're all going to die. So, like I said I said this a few weeks ago. I said this is before all of this negative publicity came out. Um, I said, I have a feeling in my stomach that this movie's going to suck. I, j- I don't know why. I just do. And I haven't seen it. I'm going to go watch it and see for myself. But what if you need the other people to make these movies? Successful? I just think it's too m- they, they tried to do too much in one movie. But what if you what have if all you- the characters, you, you have them trying to explain yeah, it's like it. it's like essentially starting, the movie. It's like is, starting with Avengers instead. The of movie's trying to explain what they were doing because they're so powerful during all this Thanos shit, and then I'm pretty sure the movie is set up where a couple of the Eternals have to go around and find the other fucking twelve of them or whatever. Right? Probably, yeah. That's probably the plot of the movie. I can see that from the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they go around, they slowly find all these people throughout the world and then fight a big CGI battle. I'm assuming it's against an army of undead <laughs> or aliens. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they're called the Krill or something. They're like... They're if like... it's sticking with the usual normal formula, there'll be yeah. a giant army battle at the end of the movie. They're like amoeba-looking um, creatures. 
Sort I just of. heard that they do. It's dull. It's boring. They do. They try to do too much in one movie. I don't know. I know. We'll That's what I'm saying. It's like if you just started with the Avengers, like if nobody knew who the Avengers were, and you're like, "Here's a movie." It's kind of what DC did with fucking Justice League. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and those characters are better known. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll see. We're all gonna go see it and you know check it out for ourselves. But you know, seems like it's not really appeasing a lot of people but look if you guys think that phase four and phase five can survive without you know robert downey and chris evans maybe it's gonna struggle it has to i mean i know i know those were b-listers beforehand but they had enough panache the shows are all doing well though yeah those are all considered phase four yeah so doctor strange spider-man they're gonna be fine okay spider-man's gonna be huge well here's the there's my next point is that there's this other thing going around where Tom Holland on a lot of his Spider-Man tours that he's going on right now, promoting the film, he's saying a lot of things in interviews that are making him feel like this is like, he's not going to be resigned. This is his last movie in his contract. He's talking to his co-stars like Zendaya and um, what's his, what's the other kid's name? Who's his friend, Ned. Um, talking to them and they're saying to each other in interviews how they're going to miss each other and they love working together and that this is the final curtain call and all these type of things they're saying. I've, I've listened to the interview. They said it ends the trilogy, which means yeah, he'll be around. I just don't think there'll be like a Spider-Man movie. You know what I mean? Like he'll be in movies. There just won't be a Spider-Man movie. I mean, he's he said in many interviews also, I will play this character until they tell me I can't play it anymore. Yeah, um, but... You know, but yeah, his contract's up, of course, if they hadn't signed or whatever, you know. Yeah, so, you know, it, it just seems like this kind of might be, yeah, maybe this is the end of the trilogy and he'll just be popping up here and there and cameo appearances, which is totally fine. But if you lose him in his starring roles and that leaves you with Doctor Strange, um, two Eternals who are left at the end of the film because I think they're all going to die. Um, and you've got Shang-Chi and what else? What what? I mean, then that means you just got to bring in the X. Still have Guardians. Bring in them. Bring in Fantastic um, there's Four. A movie, Get those there's dudes a... in here. Yeah, Fantastic Four is happening. Yeah, I know, but th- maybe that's their main goal: is that like, hey, we're going to do a couple of these kind of, you know, out of our realm projects. We're going to try something different, and then the heavy hitters come in Phase Five. You're going to get your Wolverines. You're going to get your Jubilees. You'll have your Mister Fantastics. You know, we'll bring in all that Jubilee crap. is your second example for a heavy hitter. <laughs> yeah, because they There's haven't Wolverine and then Jubilee. <laughs> they what haven't are done you it talking right. about? Not Cyclops. No, they <laughs> haven't done Jubilee proper. Not they just Mr. show. Fantastic. They just show a girl blowing bubble gum in a classroom in yeah. a yellow raincoat. Because she just has sparks that come out no, of her hand. She was a big part of that cartoon. <laughs> she just she does not, fireworks. She's she not just, that big of a deal. She was not just a nobody. She had a cool <laughs> attitude, and I liked her costume. So yes, we should be here for Halloween. You're strictly talking animated series Jubilee, though. Correct. Is there? Not, they don't make the movie based on the animated series. No, but she was awesome in that show. So was Jean Grey. Anyway, you, so I. You know I what think... we need a Dark Phoenix saga. Dude, bring redo Ghost Rider. What Why, dude? What a great character. Do him properly instead of the Nicolas Cage crap we got. Yeah, but he won't fit into their world that they're building. 
I mean, dude. Well, he might with Doctor Strange. I don't and, know. And Blade. Blade, Blade coming in. Yeah. That's that's Moon that. Knight. That's and Moon Knight. That's that zone right there. That's the Moon Knight, Blade, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider zone. So you know they've got they've got some trips up their sleeve. The I just Dark think Avengers. Yeah, we'll see. Not not to get off topic, but um, since we we're talking about ghosts, my prediction for the new Ghostbusters movie is there will be a ghost Egon. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, man! Not not as a like a bad guy ghost, but like as a like a he's sad, gonna have like, a heart to heart talk with the granddaughter. Yeah, the, or wow. or they'll just like see him in the background, like end of Star Wars, like Return of the Jedi with all the ghosts <laughs> standing there. My okay. prediction is there'll be a ghost Egon in Afterlife. That's pretty. That's pretty good, actually. That's not and bad. It probably will be gonna happen. as bad. It will be as bad as you think it is when you hear that okay. there's a ghost Egon. I don't know. I'm kind of excited for Ghostbusters. I'm I I'm looking forward to that more than Eternals now. So I yeah. I already know what Ghostbusters is gonna be. It's gonna be a fucking nostalgia. two hour long movie, nostalgia filled vomit fest that holds so much reverence. Like everything has from the old movie has to be special in this new movie. Even though the first movie is an irreverent movie, you know what I mean? It's goofy, it's stupid, you know what I mean? It's like this like and goofy. It, it concept. was actually categorized as a horror. They're gonna show so much like reverence to this comedy <laughs> that doesn't deserve any reverence because it was just supposed to be like this goofy thing of four like loser guys that just hunt ghosts. It's gonna be a it's going to be a Rami Jerkoff fest. He's going to fucking love it. <laughs> oh, do you remember this? Remember, remember this the scene from the first? Man? Remember, remember baby this Groot? one character that was baby in Stay Puff. <laughs> this character was in the jail cell whenever they were all in there from the first movie. Well, he's back in this movie. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> suck. Ghost Egon, I'm calling it. There All right, that's actually Egon. a good. That's just a good theory. I, I don't hate that. Um, you're probably right, and it might be. It might be terrible, but we'll see. Um. <laughs> All right. So, uh, last sort of movie slash trailer talk is uh the uh, Uncharted trailer finally dropped for Tom Holland's uh performance as Drake from the Uncharted video games on the PlayStation. And um, this this movie, like, sucks. Yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to be Tomb Raider bad. And right away, when when there was no screenings, nobody seen any footage. There was only an image of Tom Holland as Drake. Immediately, it didn't look right. And Tom Holland actually has said in multiple interviews when they ask him about future projects, he's worried that he did not play this character correctly. He said that out loud in interviews when asked, how'd you like playing Drake? He goes, you know, I think I might have overdid it some. And I learned a lot as an actor from playing this character, yada, yada, yada. So I I think that's the warning we need to know that the trailer was bad and that the movie is going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. Why didn't they? I mean, I don't think Mark Wahlberg is a good Drake, but when he came onto the screen in the trailer, why didn't they pick him? He'd that's be better. better. I mean, that's that's he's still better. not a good Drake, but yeah, no, he's better. But he's, he's a Tom better. Holland is too little and too skinny. Yeah, 
and they were never going to pick Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion did that fan uncharted film that was about 20 minutes long. That was awesome. He's and I'm like, old. they're never going to yeah, put him in this too, film. He's too old, though. But he played it wonderfully. And so if I was like, dude, Mark Wahlberg, first of all, he's playing Sully without a mustache. That is criminal. Sully always has a stash. And the fact that he doesn't is They could have CGI'd it in. Come on. Dude, See, that like, is... That stuff doesn't bother me. I don't give a shit about that. ridiculous. So when I love I the him, Uncharted games. I don't give a shit if he's wearing a mustache in the when movie. I, well, that's just what I... I mean, he was that. That's who he was. He was the mustachioed person. Robbie, um, are you wielding a blade over there? What are you doing? It's a can opener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, when he, when he, uh, when Mark Wahlberg came on the screen, clean shaven, I was like, well, then why didn't they just pick him? Um, it would have been better. And then the scene at the end where he's jumping over the boxes that are hanging out of the plane. I know they're trying to recreate the video game moment. But mm-hmm. dude, you can't do that in real life. That's, <laughs> that sort of gravity and physics doesn't exist. Yeah, it's too silly. In a video game, yeah, maybe. Um, but not not in this. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's way too silly. It's, it's very bad. So, Dwayne, save yourself two minutes. Trailer's no good. The movie's gonna be awful. Are we all gonna watch it? Yeah. I I don't think I ever played the games anyways. So isn't yeah, he just like games. Indiana Jones? Yeah, except for yeah. At the end of the yeah. the the movie or the the movie. The games always end up ending with like zombies at the end. Yeah, it's always undead. Yeah, for no real reason. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's like very the first three all edge. You're like it's like this normal game, and you have this bad guy that's like trying to steal the same thing you're trying to steal or find the same treasure you're trying to find. It's all like awesome. And then all of a sudden, it gets to this boss fight, and there's like zombies. And you're just like, "What? <laughs> what is yeah, happening you, right now?" You get to like, you know, it, and and they 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 do a good way of taking old like um, lore about treasure and explorers mm-hmm. and you know uh, stuff like that, uh, and they kind of weave it into this game. So you've got especially the, Uncharted Four does yes. the best at that. Yeah, Uncharted Four is really really great. Yeah, it's 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 wonderful. Uh, but yeah, the movies are not going to be good. Video game movies, just in general, have a terrible, terrible time at the box office. The new Resident Evil trailer looks awful. Because um, I think I think because instead of making a good, whatever Resident Evil, Mortal Kombat, blah blah blah, whatever movie, have a good story, make a good movie. They try to put shit in there from the fucking video game, and it just. What I just said about Ghostbusters, they pay too yeah. much reverence to the thing that they're trying to make the movie off of. I mean, dude, yeah. the best video game movie still made was 1995's Mortal Kombat. And, oh, and, and it's not even that good. It's, and it's, it's watchable. Oh. It's nostalgic. And I remember seeing in the theater thinking, man, Scorpion looks like Scorpion. And he's got... Wrong. That's not the so- best video game movie? Sonic. He's gonna go Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. Yeah, you're you win. Sonic was great. Sonic's better than Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it is. You're right. It is. I agree. And I they didn't, but they they took that character and put him in a real world and made a story that the, the worked. Fact that Sonic... No reverence to Sonic. Other other than the fucking rings that actually. Other than, but the rings he he used yeah, that for a purpose. Yeah. He didn't just collect rings to be, oh, remember when he collected rings? No, he <laughs> used the rings to teleport worlds. Right. Yeah. They paid no reverence to 
Sonic lore. Other than uh, his, other than Tails will be in it, and Knuckles will be in it, but like, it didn't like it didn't bo- bring in all this bullshit from the video games that they didn't need to. They told a story with Sonic. Yeah, that's how that's how all, that's how all these movies should be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so you uh, you're right. Sonic was better than Mortal Kombat. I agree, um, but you know it's it's their track record is terrible um, for the most part. I mean, uh, yeah, this, this name, is gonna name, right th- line. Name three good video game movies. I mean, if I had to pick <laughs> a third one besides Mortal Kombat and Sonic, I would say the first Resident Evil movie was okay. It, it was it was okay. I don't like any of them. It, it was all. It, it was had, horrible. It had a few good jump scares. Yeah, it was. It was okay, but then the sequels are all just trash. So, um, yeah. All right. Uh, two last things before we get to possibly a top three. Uh, Bernie, why the last man was canceled? What happened? Explain it. I haven't started watching it yet. Maybe I'm part <laughs> really of the get canceled. Maybe I'm part of the reason. Maybe it I'm wasn't. Not. It. It had nothing to do with people not watching the show. It had everything to do with it being in development hell for years. Mm-hmm. The actors' options on contract were up. They had to make a decision by October 15th whether or not to renew for season two or just to cancel it. They decided to cancel it instead of deal with possibly more bullshit. They were just like... I think FX... It's basically due to COVID, they well, it wasn't just COVID. It was it was in development hell years before COVID. Right. Showrunners that were originally hired on left because they didn't agree with the direction of the show. Actors were being swapped out. They hired the the guy who plays Yorick, and then everything shut down from COVID. Like the day after he was brought on to do it, it was just like a nightmare to develop. And I think FX was just like I like wipe our hands clean. We don't want to commit to all these actors and their contracts. And like possibly have to go through this hell again. They just they just wanted to wipe their hands clean. Oh, come it. on, I think like an Amazon or Netflix will pick this up. <clears throat> well, the showrunner said she's very confident it will be picked up. It's going to be. I bet it'll be HBO just because they own DC. Is what is, is it? Is it Vertigo? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a DC property, so that would make some most sense. But like, an Amazon would love to have this fucking show you know what i mean like amazon prime like what shows are on amazon prime that you get excited about there's like three or four maybe yeah, the boys <laughs> uh, and, uh john or uh whatever that fucking Ryan, tom Ryan, whatever that fucking ryan show is i didn't even really with john krasinski yeah i mean what else do they have fleabag <laughs> you know what i mean like amazon would probably kill for a why the last man sure so you think it'll, it'll be, be picked, picked up, up somewhere? Okay. Uh, the story, the last episode was awesome. The finale next week is going to be amazing. And then, like, the story just is, it's just such an awesome story. Like, it will be picked up. I guarantee okay. it. They casted the show really well. It, it's a good show. And it wasn't canceled due to lack of viewers, which is the most important thing. Yeah. Because if it was canceled because nobody's watching or everyone hates it, you know, then you have a big problem. That's not something the studio's going to want to run in to pick up. This is literally like Dune. Like Dune was like, oh, let's see how the first one does before we greenlight the second one. Rather than, like, yeah. to me, that's a big story that should have been just filmed back to back. Yeah. 
It was just okay. I just think they were sick of, from what I read, from when they greenlit trying to make a series, it had been like ten years of like hell to get this show to where it was. Ten years, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. But a lot of that's like behind the scenes, like bullshit, right. red tape and stuff. Okay. All right. Well, um, I, I'm going to start watching it. I promise. Um, Watch it. It's. I'm, I'm going to. It's gonna great. I think it's really, really good. And okay. look, there's only one more episode. So yeah, so you can you binge can the binge whole it. season. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, one of the things I saw today, because I know that the Buzz Lightyear trailer was released today which is like a prequel origin story of the toy something like that i don't know um chris evans he's getting that buzz light your money yeah doesn't need captain america anymore yeah uh (laughs) the new he-man revelations trailer came out which of course uh everyone except myself hated the first season apparently uh, because it was all about tila um but the the season two trailer dropped and immediately it's all about he-man I mean, they they even in the trailer show within the first 10 seconds that Prince Adam's wound was healed by the power of Grayskull. So he gets stabbed at the end of episode five, morally wounded, looks like he's dead. Spoilers! And then within the first 10 seconds of the trailer, he's uh, alive again. That's literally, they put that in the trailer to be like, fuck you nerds all right shut yeah. up and then he's he's basically yeah he's, he's basically, alive assholes jesus yeah. christ he's in the entire trailer it's all about him uh they show him in his journey to regain the power um and to grab it back from skeletor he recruits his Gee, team surprise surprise yeah and then he you know finds a way uh using the sorceress's magic to harness that Grayskull power even though Skeletor stole it. It it shows you just kind of where they're going with the story. Yeah. And, exactly what we said would happen. Yeah. We said that <laughs> that the first the first five season first five episodes are going to be focusing a lot of the other masters of the universe because we never really got that in the in the cartoon show. It was always about He-Man. The second one, Adam's not going to be dead. He's going to be alive. First episode um, yeah, he's going to be gonna learn that he always had the power of Grayskull. He didn't Correct. need the sword. Didn't need the sword. Yes. yes. And he's, he's there uh, the entire time. So it's all about him. And they probably did that on purpose because a lot of people were upset that, you know, Tila got the spotlight. But it looked great. I mean, it looked great. Um, I'm, it's coming out November 23rd, uh, the next five episodes. I think this is going to take away some of the backlash that the first season if people give it a chance obviously. hey i have to say number one i didn't hear any backlash about i heard a lot of backlash when they announced the other he-man show the the more kid version mm-hmm. but after it came out i never heard anything because it was it's all actually, right it's actually good it's all right yeah it's okay uh it's, i mean I, i've watched it's a about kid five, show but yeah no i've watched about five episodes i like the animation i like the voice acting I think that some of the you I know, could watch I can watch it with my daughter, so yeah. it, it works. Yeah. Some of the differences in the costumes with man at arms and trap jaw, even Skeletor looks a little it was different. Totally animated. It was good. Fortnite-ish. Yeah. No, it was fine. The the scene in the have you seen all of the episodes? Yeah. Okay. The scene where Skeletor is talking in the microphone from Snake Mountain. Yeah. And it sounds like the toy. Yeah, that's awesome. That I was rolling. I that was so funny to me. 
And for someone to come with up with that in the right in the writing rooms, like, yeah, why don't we have them talk through like a megaphone? But it sounds like that crappy toy we gave those kids. It's perfect. Um, Isn't that what we were just complaining about about the reverence to the old shit? Yeah, but this yeah, is but different. this is a kids that, show that they wouldn't even know. They didn't even the know that was a that was a nod to the adult audience. The kids don't remember the Snake Mountain microphone from 1983. It was supposed to modulate your voice to sound kind of deep and dark and mysterious, but it was just wah, bark, bark, bark. you sounded like Charlie Brown's teacher. So having them use that in the show was really great. Um, yeah, so I liked it. I had my my had my reservations at first, but then you know. Uh, Dwayne was like, dude, this is for kids. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm going to watch it. I liked it. So, uh, but we're back on Revelations 2. It's coming out November 23rd. I'm stoked. Can't wait. And um, there we are. So that's how I kind of want to end the show. Unless you guys want to talk about the Buzz Lightyear trailer. No, I do want to talk. I do want to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game. Oh, yeah. Yes, please, please feel free. I'm curious. I am rarely wrong, so I usually never have to apologize for being wrong. Oh I was, man! I was, <laughs> oh no! I was way wrong on this video game. Fantastic! It's really good. Oh, that's great! But the combat will get old and boring. Okay. But I'm on chapter four, and I think there's like sixteen chapters. Not a lot of combat, and I don't want a lot of combat in the game. Sure. It plays perfectly without it. The characters' interactions with each other are awesome. It's really funny. It looks great. It's the music. You Rami's gonna love the music. Oh in the man, game. I can't wait. You're gonna this like you're gonna <laughs> love the game, Rami. You will love everything about the game. Awesome. It's good. It's good. Okay. I, I, it's everything the Avengers should have been. Yeah, um, the Avengers, now that a lot of us are being able to play it for free because it's on Xbox Game Pass, people are like, dude, this is repetitive. You know, so it's did fun you play? For... I did. I didn't. So, I... Go ahead. Dwayne, do you remember the beta that you and me played? Yeah. Where we did the campaign missions together up until we got to that like snow world. Yeah. Whatever. That's the best part of the Avengers game. And it's even better in the full version. The rest of the game isn't like that. Where um, it's like real um, cinematic. And you're not like run here, smash shit, stand on this block for a minute, whatever. Yeah. That shit. But before all that stuff, the very beginning of the the Avengers campaign, the first like two hours is fantastic. And then it gets into all that bullshit, microtransaction bullshit. Guardians of the Galaxy is all just like that the beginning part of Avengers campaign. It's an entire video game that's nothing but that. It's it's great. Awesome. <laughs> I was wrong. I shit on the game. The problems I have with the games from the trailers and stuff still remain. Like the bad guys just kind of stand there and you just eat bullets. They're like sponges. But you're not in combat that much. You know what I mean? Like it's it's more of like a you're playing a movie than it is worrying about going around fighting stuff. Which is the opposite of the Avengers. You're just constantly fighting waves yeah, of it's endless like bullshit. Draws. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. I got 
I got uh in the single player I got to Black Widow and I get a I can't beat the fucking end boss. It's pissing me off. So I switched to like Black Panther the whatever game mode or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's just something else. At least I can be another character. <laughs> All right, sweet. Uh I will uh I'll start playing it this weekend. Um I, I ordered the physical copy, it already came in, so you'll love it. It's awesome. Really good. Fantastic. All right. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot that you started playing it. Um, does anyone have a top three to end the week? I didn't think of one. I didn't either. What are your three favorite most cleaning supplies? Mine, top three. Lemon Pledge. Top three non-superhero comic stories. Oh. I know what you Dwayne's number one is. I know what Dwayne's number one is going to be. Non superhero, so you're like you mean like, if anyone in the comic plays a superhero character. No, I mean like not like. No Marvel like DC. Or... Yeah, well yeah. it can be DC, but like. like not your standard. I would, I would include watch. I would say Watchmen. You can include in my list. Okay. Because it's a superhero comic, but it's not. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, it's not fucking Superman, Batman. You know what I mean? Not no, that stuff. But I got mine actually. Number three for me is Spawn. Um, I know that series has kind of been rebooted recently, and it got kind of stale in the late 90s, early 2000s. There was just too many offshoots and characters and all that stuff. But when that series first came out, I was about 12 years old, and I remember asking my mom to go buy me a Spawn comic because I had one of my friends had it at his you know, junior high uh, cafeteria, and I read the first couple pages. I'm like, man, this is really cool. It's this dude who's been given a second chance at life, but he's like a burned, scarred, you know, vigilante. And, uh, you know, uh, it was just, it was really cool. So uh, number three for me is Spawn for sure. Um, number two for me is uh, The Twelve. Uh, this was a series mm. that came out um, probably around 2009-ish or so. Um, and it was about... 12 superheroes in like the 1930s and how all of these superheroes were not really connected, but as the story traversed throughout time, they all were connected and they all had this large mystery of how they all came together. Um, I thought, do you remember that? Yeah. Series uh, the 12. Yeah. yeah. It was really, really good. Um, and then uh, number one, it's probably going to be Dwayne's number one. I'm assuming uh is kick ass oh that's a good one i didn't even think of that one that was dude when that when that series came out and i read the first the first book now i gotta change my list i was hooked i couldn't the first two see the first two seasons of those novels oh my god and then it got kind of old but Man alive, was that a good series. Holy crap. So violent and brutal. And you have this guy who's trying to be a superhero, and he just gets destroyed. Like, he he's the worst. The worst. And he's taking on huge drug kingpins, and they just break his legs and throw him in a dumpster, light it on fire. And then he's in the hospital, and his parents are pleading with him, please don't do this anymore. Oh, my God. What a great series. Brutal. Um, that's my number one. Dwayne, you got yours? 
Yeah. Now I'm going to put, uh, I'll put kick ass at number three for actually. Sure. I do love that. I totally forgot about it though. So, uh, good. No- good. Good <laughs> thing it made your list that you can <laughs> fucking remember it. Well, try to how, think that's of how like, you know it's top three. But I'm trying to think of like non superhero shit. It, it, it's not a huge. If it was top three, you should remember it. That, that would be my criteria for a top three list <laughs> is that you could remember it. Bare minimum. Hey, it's been a while. I'm old, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> number two for me will be Saga. And I know Bernie's probably number one, but and I only read the first volume of the graphic novels, not so I can't only imagine. Number one's gonna be Watchmen for me. Mm-hmm. If I mean that story, like when Blew my mind when I read it. Like, holy yeah. shit. Let's see. I really loved Watchmen. I think I think for new readers it can be hard to read in parts. Especially if you're reading at the end of the, each issue, they have like excerpts from the book that the guy wrote. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're if you're going through and you're reading that stuff, I think it can be really dense and hard to read. Um, I'd put that as a tie for third. With I really like Why the Last Man. I've said before, I audibly gasp several parts when reading that story. I think it's amazing. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go Sandman. Oh, that's a good one. I'm super excited to see. We haven't even talked about the Sandman trailer. That they launched. Did you guys Did see they? the Sandman? Yeah. No. I have not watched it, no. Oh my god. It is like pulling straight from the panels. Which Sandman are we talking? Are we talking the, the dude in the black suit or the DC mm-hmm. Sandman? Okay. Well, they're the same. Well, he's part of the DC. Multiples. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, Neil Gaiman's Sandman. Okay. Um, it's like the trailer is like pulled from the first issue of the comic, like insane. I think it, Robbie, that's the one you had, right? That I read. That is correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so excited to see what they do. Cause that story would be so hard to adapt to a TV show. Like I have no idea what they're going to do, but that story is just, it just like, it just makes you think, you know, um, in a way that, is different for comics. You know what I mean? Like comics, you think comic books, you don't think of like philosophical stories and stuff. Um, And the number one, as Dwayne predicted is saga. (laughs) Saga is so fucking good. It's so good. I need to get those other books and they're starting it back up in January too. Um, Oh, it's not done yet. No, the last issue 50, I think 54 gigantic cliffhanger. I can't even imagine reading it at the time and then waiting all these years <laughs> just in just never knowing what the hell is going to happen. But for me, it's just a couple months. I got to wait. Dude, you think that'll be months. picked up for a, a series or something? He said so um Brian K. Vaughn, the writer of Why the Last Man Saga um Paper Girls, I think Rami you would like. It's a it's a bunch of like 16-year-old girls um who uh, like from the 80s that like stumble upon like a 
like a time travel machine, kind of like a uh, like a Stranger Thing type vibe. Mm-hmm. I guess is what this is supposed to be like. I bet you would probably like that story. He wrote okay. that. Um, he signed a deal when he was developing Why the Last Man for a bunch of his stuff for different networks and stuff, but nothing's ever come of it. And he's given interviews and said that um, he wouldn't do a saga TV show. Really? Wow. Yeah. He said maybe a musical. That's what he said about it. <laughs> he doesn't think it would translate. Which would be super or interesting. Yeah, I guess he's just worried about how it would translate. I think it would translate really well to a TV show. I think so. You've read Saga too, Rami? No, from what you guys are saying, though, um, I've I started doing a little bit of research on this story because I wanted to know what it was about in the first place. Um, so I read a couple of tidbits and uh, reviews on the series, and I could see this being a TV show. I can give a quick synopsis to the sure. listeners. Yeah. You have um, two people. Um, one is a woman soldier from Landfall, the planet. And then you have the guy, Marco, is from the moon. Um, fuck, what's the moon's name? God damn it. Wraith. I think the moon's called Wraith. Um, he's the prisoner and she's watching him and then they fall in love, have a baby and like run away together. But these two, so the planet it, and the moon are two warring. races that aren't supposed to mix too. Yeah. Right? They're, they're warring with each other and they cause so much damage to their own planet and moon that they decided to take their war into the rest of the, the galaxy and universe. So they spread this war out to other planets and stuff. They get people to join their sides and then they war on other planets so it's like this massive like war between these these two races of people, and these people fall and fall in love and have a kid, and then, then there's the story is that they have to hide them. it. Yeah, yeah, they're chasing them. They have to hide this kid because you know that's bad for business having sure. these two races that are warring all across the fucking universe <laughs> <laughs> to have a kid together and show that they can exist and stuff. It's bad for business. But, um, it's really really good. Awesome. I think Elena's the the name of the uh, woman from Landfall, and Marco is the the guy from Wraith. It's uh, it's so good. It's such a good story. Sweet. Um, maybe the show will come out and uh, get canceled after the first season. <laughs> it, and have to get Saga's picked up by huge. another network. <laughs> Saga's huge. Uh, if they greenlit it, they would have an army of nerds that would back that thing no matter what. Cool. So, I don't think... Why the Last Man is kind of weird where, like, a, a sect of people that are... think everything's just woke and, like, uh, know nothing about the comic. They just see the show that's about men dying and women taking over. And they just think, oh, this is an anti-man show. Like, rah, 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 rah. it was written by a man. <laughs> The story was so like it's not this like anti-woke like men suck show that you want it to be people you just haven't watched it and you haven't read the story so well you know it's funny though i i told a few people they're like well what what's the basis of the story and i tell them the story and it was actually a woman and when i told her the story she's like oh so let me guess the women got along really well in the world's at peace <laughs> yeah you know sarcastically obviously right <laughs> <laughs> all right cool well, great quite dude that was a great top three uh that was that was awesome 
get to talk a little bit about comic books to end the show. Uh, all right, guys, as always, thank you for listening uh, to our latest episode. Again, please follow us at Three Beers and a Mic on Facebook, Three Beers and a Mic on Twitter, and on Instagram, Cross the Streams Media, for all of your entertainment sources. And uh, thanks, guys, for joining us. We miss you, Adam. We'll see you next time, bud. See you guys later. Peace. Been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.